Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? I hope you've had a wonderful, wonderful week. Today I'm going to be talking about something really basic, but something that is really, really important and I think it is really important to kind of make a podcast and talk about this. But I really hope that everyone has had an amazing day. I am recording this on Saturday night. I've been working all day, but I, of course, have to do the podcast for you guys. And regarding, if you listened to last week's podcast, with the whole exciting news thing, um, it is happening next week. There will be... I mean, it's exciting for me. I feel like it's not that exciting for you guys, but I'll probably be filming a few things to do with it as well. So follow me along on Instagram to kind of see the behind the scenes of next week's podcast and future kind of going ahead. So it's, it's exciting, but you'll find out about it next week because I thought that maybe we're going to do it this week, but I uh, had to go and have a look at certain things first before getting into it. But yes, stay tuned for next week and follow me on Instagram to kind of see the behind the scenes on it and stuff like that. So today I'm going to be talking about healthy ideas for breakfast and not even just ideas, just how to make and continuously have a healthy breakfast and why breakfast is important. There's quite a lot of controversy around breakfast, but also kind of stop you snacking, help you keep you kind of fuller for longer and help overall with nutrient intake and overall well-being. And I think I can't believe I've actually not made a podcast like this before and let me know if you want this same thing but for lunch and dinner or you know whatever if you like this type of podcast but I think I wanted to really bring it back to basics and do this I mean this that I'm going to be talking about today I have I made it for something at work I had a presentation at work about this very thing and I thought you know this is a good idea to use on the podcast as well bring it back to basics and have a chat about just one element, one meal of the day and kind of, you know, have a look at that and see, you know, where we are going with it. And I think sometimes people get caught with different issues with breakfast because there's a lot of different controversy around breakfast and some people eat breakfast, some people don't, you know, all of these different things, which I think it's really important to remind everyone the importance of breakfast, but also how to actually make a healthy breakfast, you know. So I'll also link some recipes down below as well in the description if you do want to have a look at that, just in case maybe you want to try something different and you know it's going to be nice and healthy. So why is breakfast important? Really, really important for a number of reasons. Number one, it fuels the brain and body for the day, which is a really critically important thing. There's loads of research that shows, particularly in children, that when they don't have breakfast, they have a lack of concentration later on in the day and they struggle to do well in school. And it's very similar, again, for adults. When you're not eating, you can have reduced concentration. Sometimes, actually, there is a few bits of research to say that fasting helps with concentration, but that's a whole another story. But mainly, it's going to help fuel you to lunch. And that's what's really, really important, because basically, you know, we get really, really hungry. You know, it's a biological response by the human body and brain. This hormone, we have one hormone that is involved in hunger and making us feel hunger and that is called ghrelin. And this one hormone plays a really critical role in food choice as well as how we eat, when we eat and all of those different things. So if you are someone who doesn't have issues with those hormones or if you're someone who feels hunger in a normal way, you will be incredibly hungry by lunchtime if you have not had breakfast. 
and this is really important because when we feel hungry we don't really care about what we're eating we just want to eat something because that feeling of hunger can be quite uncomfortable and it can feel really really irritating we've all felt it before like really hungry you just want to eat especially like maybe after a long day but particularly if you have had a really long morning and you haven't eaten anything and you get to lunchtime you're starving all of a sudden you have to eat enough for two meals instead of one because you miss breakfast and you're kind of in catch-up mode and in that mode you're going to eat a lot of rubbish and it makes it much more likely for you to consume processed foods or fast foods things like that if you haven't been eating breakfast and as a nutritionist I always always kind of advocate for three meals a day always I think breakfast is a really important meal for these reasons but also because it's super enjoyable and bringing on to the second reason why why breakfast is so important is because it's a massive source of nutrients and really you can look at meal times as a few different things number one a time for enjoyment a time for self-care self-love but also a time for nutrients so each meal that you eat is a source of nutrients and when you take one of those away you're taking a big huge kind of I don't know the word chance or you know time for a consumption of nutrients like you know if you're having a big bowl of fruit if you're having porridge if you're having whatever you're having you are having a nice amount of nutrients right and early on in the day and you know that is really really important really really important for your brain for your body but also for your overall wellness you know if you're not eating breakfast and you haven't done for years and years and years you could technically if you're looking at it that way get so much so many more nutrients from breakfast than you would usually be having because you're having a different variety of foods as well so obviously at breakfast you have different foods and lunch and dinner and lunch there's only so much you can eat in one go as well there's only certain foods you normally eat for lunch or you might not get certain foods that are associated with breakfast because you never have it so really important because simply it's a good source of nutrients also helps to stop snacking throughout the day which is probably one of the main reasons uh, for having you know where people kind of discuss around breakfast or that there's controversy around breakfast it will stop you from being hungry you know that's simple as that that's depending on what you eat obviously there's there's elements there as well if you're having processed foods or foods without very little fiber you will maybe feel a little bit hungrier so it does matter what you eat but most of the time it will stop or even help you stop snacking throughout the day um, even later on in the day even after lunch another thing is I think people think that breakfast will help them lose weight because you're taking away a meal and this is simply not the case. We have research that says this is not true. Skipping breakfast, skipping meals doesn't help you lose weight. And yet for some people, you know, intermittent fasting, all that different stuff, they that works for them. But for most of the time, our bodies have a really clever way of catching up with food that we haven't eaten. We can't really trick it into not feeling hungry because you mess the meals around. It doesn't really work like that. You will feel hungry regardless of when you've eaten or how much you've eaten in, in different ways and also if you've had breakfast or not. So usually if you don't have breakfast you catch up in lunch and dinner and snacks and things like that as well so it d- probably won't help you lose weight. 
and also helps with energy. Obviously, when we're feeling fatigue because we're hungry, we're not functioning optimally, we're not feeling our best, and we're probably going to struggle throughout the day, maybe even feel really irritated. So it's really important to start the day off with a really nice source of nutrients, a really healthy breakfast, and that's going to help you start the day really, really well, have a great mindset, as well as getting loads of nutrients in before you have another chance to get loads of nutrients through lunch and also to have a really delicious meal. So what are the components of a healthy breakfast? I mean, I kind of would urge you to look at it in this way. So a source of starchy carbohydrates, so whole grains, whole whole foods with loads of fibre in them, as well as a portion or two or maybe three or four of fruit and vegetables or just fruit, depending on how you work things with breakfast, and also a good source of fat and protein. And you can kind of look at most meals like this, to be honest, but typically you, I would say, I like sweet breakfasts, like I don't really have savoury breakfast much, much at all, like I don't, and you might be different from that, but I see breakfast as a massive time for me to get in loads of fruit. And if you're on Instagram, you'll definitely know this. And then lunch and dinner are huge vegetable dishes, so... I kind of see it that way and usually I will have, I mean, example, today I had some porridge and I cook porridge really simply, just have some porridge and I mash half a banana, cinnamon, put it in there with some milk, cook that up and then I put like a square of 100% dark chocolate on top. Then I have a nice big bowl of fruit on the side and a coffee. So in that you're getting a nice source of fibre, starch carbohydrate from the porridge a good source of fat from the chocolate as well as loads of other micronutrients and you're getting a massive portion, maybe probably three or four portions of fruit and in there as well, the protein you are getting in the porridge as well. You can easily put things like nuts, seeds on top of that as well, which I do certain times as well. So there's loads of things you can do to make all of those things in there and and certain foods like porridge and things like that, they both have carbohydrate protein in the same in the same breath and all of that so it's really up down to you what you would like to do you don't necessarily you know like the eat well guide if you know what the eat well guide is it's like a government guideline where it kind of shows you a picture of like a, a kind of plate looking thing with vegetables and all the different things that you should be eating if you know what I'm talking about you'll you'll totally get that but it's a government thing in the UK and that will kind of help think about that but at the same time you don't really need to be eating meals with like you have a plate and you have right right okay I've got my fruit and vegetables right okay I've got my like and they're all separate you don't need to think about it like that as well as long as you're getting a nice source in all the different in all of the different portions of your meal that's great but even if you're someone who say you have a lot of protein in your lunch and your dinner and you don't really want to have protein in your breakfast that's fine as well as long as you make your breakfast makes you feel full it's got a really nice source of fruit or vegetables and it has those other elements in there as well and you you know you have your other protein or whatever later on in the day that's fine as well so it doesn't need to be taken as gospel as long as you are getting enough of each thing and that breakfast does satisfy you but that is really really important and I would stress that in every meal, you should be concentrating on fruit and or vegetable consumption, as well as a really nice slice, slight, a nice slice, a nice portion of fiber, as well as well as a little bit of fat, and depending on you, protein in larger or smaller amounts. But I will, I have a kind of slide here on the Eat Well Guide, but 
Uh, I've just talked about that and you guys can't see it so we'll move on from that. So the main thing with fibre fruit and vegetables which is so important as we all know I'm sure you've heard about this five or plus portions of fruit and vegetables per day I would say this is a minimum guideline really aim for as much fruit and vegetables as you can you don't need to go crazy with it as long as you're getting a minimum of five portions I would say you should be eating a little bit more vegetables than fruit in a day that is one thing but fruit is equally as important as vegetables so really the main thing with fruit and vegetables and I've talked about it before probably like two years ago and throughout my podcast specifically but fruit and vegetables are really rich in vitamins C, they're rich in vitamin E, they're rich in so many different vitamins but particularly vitamin C and E they are antioxidants and antioxidants essentially get in the way of DNA damage over time which results in chronic disease all of these different things so fruit and vegetables act as a really important defense mechanism against diseases through the vitamins they contain so really really important to get enough fruit and vegetables in a day and to have them as a component of every meal so it's so important fiber as well is something that we are really lacking on as a generation as a population fiber is always low i always see it when i'm doing my nutrition with clients their fiber is always really really low and that's kind of a microcosm for the wider population as well. We, we are very low in fibre. When fibre is really linked to longevity, it's linked to overall well-being, it's linked to gut health, it's very, very important to get enough fibre in a day. So we're looking for around 30 grams a day of fibre for most people. And you can get that from things like whole grains, fruit, vegetables, lentils, nuts, seeds and beans, things like that. So if you can add some sort of fruit, vegetables, whole grains and maybe some nuts into your breakfast, that is absolutely amazing to get all of those nutrients in there and make sure that we are eating enough of these things. And if you have it in every meal, I would guarantee you'll be eating enough of each thing. So that is one way to really look at it. But particularly in breakfast, it's a good time to get in if it's sweet kind of nuts, seeds, stuff like that. But for lunch and dinner, I wouldn't say that it's as easy to get that stuff in, but that's that's probably my opinion. It depends on what type of food you like and when. The next thing is protein, and protein is the most satiating nutrient, so it makes you feel full, as well as fibre, but protein does play a, a really important role in this. It's really important for a function of muscles, hormones, and so much more. It's a really important nutrient, as we all know. It is one that has been very controversially... Uh, blown up to do with the gym and also muscle growth and stuff like that but for the average person you need around 45 to 55 grams for women and a little bit more I think it's like 55 to 60 grams for men so most of the time you don't need that much protein and having a nice source from each meal will really really help but in breakfast really nice and and good to get some protein in to make you feel fuller for longer uh, as well as get that everything nice and uh, going with the fruit and vegetables as well really important to get a nice start to the day next one we've got is fat so people underestimate the importance of fat really really important because i mean there's loads of different functions of fat to be quite honest but the main thing is that it is critically important for the functioning of the brain so really really important Our, our brain is made up of a lot of different fatty materials and fat is really important to help this functioning of our brain especially longevity of our brain healthy fats um sometimes also a little bit of saturated fat as well and that is important too as well as 
and another massive component of fat and the function of fat is that it is um, really important to absorb fat-soluble vitamins. And I don't know if you've heard about fat-soluble vitamins before, but fat-soluble vitamins, so particularly A, D, E and K, those vitamins are needed. The fat is needed to help absorb those vitamins. So really important that we eat enough fat so that we can absorb those nutrients as well. Good sources of fat are things like olive oil, oily fish, nuts, like walnuts in particular, as well as Brazil nuts and avocado. There's a few other ones as well, but those are really great ones specifically for breakfast that you can add in. So if you like salmon or you, and you like savoury uh, f- breakfasts, you can go for that. You know, have some scrambled eggs, salmon, spinach, maybe, you know, throw that in there. Get a really nice source of fat in there. But if you like sweet breakfasts, you can have, um, you know, those nuts like walnuts as well. Some seeds as well. Chia seeds are good for this as well. And then also avocado if you want savoury breakfast as well. You can actually make some kind of like sweet desserts with avocado as well that you can have for breakfast, which is good. Um, so you can look that up if you fancy that. What else we got? So we got how much of each is, is a really important one. So I would like to just stress the importance of vegetables and fruits. So it, this is kind of how much of each is a good way to portray this. So obviously we are so caught up with calories today and that is something that I do want to stress is that it's not necessarily the only way to portion control and there is a few different ways of doing this but you can actually use your hands to portion foods and in a way that is helpful for you. So the first one, vegetables, fruit, are about two palmfuls, so kind of two handfuls of of fruit and vegetables. Fat is around the size of your thumb whole grains is I think a handful as well as protein and this is really really important because we all have different sized hands so it's very subjective to us and how much we should be eating. Again don't take it as gospel but if you are someone who struggles with portion sizes you don't know how much to put on your plate or you always find that you eat too much or you even if you're having a little bit of it and you can't finish it stuff like that if you want to use that then you can for that type of thing um really important I'll leave some recipe ideas in there as well but I really want to stress the importance of breakfast and the really important nutrients that you can receive from breakfast and I think that I've never been a person that doesn't eat breakfast, never ever. I've always liked breakfast. It's always been a really nice meal for me. But you can, you know, you can change things up all the time. You can have, you don't have to have a set breakfast. As long as you're just thinking, right, okay, am I getting a source of each of these things in here? Do I have vegetables in here? Do I have fruit in here? You know, am I using whole grain versions of bread or, you know, what else we got? (laughs) Pasta, rice, all that stuff. I know it's not breakfast related, but thinking about that, you know, are we having the fibrous versions of these foods? Are we having a little bit of a good source of fat? Are we having some protein in here? Just thinking about meals that way, if you are someone who struggles with getting enough nutrients in, can be really, really beneficial for your health. So whether or not you like sweet or savoury breakfasts, I have some recipe ideas for you in the description that you can have a look at if you do want to check that out. But apart from that, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend uh, if you're listening to this tomorrow on Sunday and a really nice, quick, easily digestible podcast that we can kind of bring it back to the basics and remember the importance of the first meal of the day. I think it's so important and it's delicious. So why take out 
that meal. It's so delicious and an amazing opportunity to get loads of nutrients in. But stay tuned for next week for my exciting news. Follow me on Instagram if you don't already to check out the back behind the scenes and all of that that I was talking about. Also, if you feel compelled to, please like, share and, you know, comment on any of the social media posts that I do on this as well as share, like I said, with people that you think would benefit from this or if you would like to get in touch with me to do with nutrition or even personal training, please do reach out and have a chat with me. We can have a consultation. It's totally free um, and I can help you with pretty much majority nutrition related things or wellness related things so yes that being said thank you guys so much for listening and I will speak to you all next week bye